Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington, and I am so grateful for our time together. So, you know what I'm going to say. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and share with a friend, because your journey to self-love and self-worth is always easier and more joyful with some support and a friend or two. So that's right. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. So let's get into it. So today's episode is all about five ways or five signs that you might suck at communication. But you know what? Awareness is always the first step. So let's do that. Let's elevate our self-awareness to see if there are certain areas in our communication style that might need to be worked on and improved in order to have healthier more fulfilling and more joyful relationships with other people. Whether it's friendships, romantic relationships, family, coworkers, having healthy communication skills is really the core at cultivating those meaningful interpersonal relationships. So here are five signs that you might need to do a little bit of work on your communication style. So the first one is that you have a hard time or you don't Say how you truly feel when you truly feel it. And those two parts work together and it's very important. You know, sometimes we'll feel a certain way, um, you know, good, bad, offended, whatever it is, but we don't actually speak up in the moment. And when I say speak up, I don't mean argue. I don't mean fight. I don't mean stand your ground and, you know, put that person in their place. I don't mean any of that stuff. I just mean saying, hey, when you said this, It made me feel sad, ashamed, angry, upset, hurt, confused, whatever it is. And I just want to talk about it, right? You're not arguing. You're not being defensive. You're not accusing. You're just saying, hey, listen, when this happened, it made me feel this way. When this was said, it made me feel this way. And I want to talk about that. So a lot of people have trouble or they don't say how they feel when they truly feel it. And when you don't do that, what ends up happening is that you then breed resentment towards that person that, you know, you start to harbor an anger towards that person, which will always lead into resenting that person. And then that anger and that resentment and that stifledness of how you felt that you weren't able to get out of you, it shows up in toxic ways. You then might become passive aggressive where you're not saying how you really feel, but you're doing digs, you're doing other things to get out that aggression, to get out those feelings that you were unable to speak and you were unable to say, you know, and that's all toxic, being angry, being resentful, being passive aggressive, you know, all of those things. When the truth is you need to be able to say how you feel when you feel it. You're not judging it. You're not fighting. You're not trying to validate because how you feel is how you feel. Your feelings are always valid, but your feelings are not always facts. So that's why you want to talk about things. You know, someone could say something to you and you feel a type of way about it, but that doesn't mean that that person's intention 
was to hurt you. That's why you need to communicate. That's why you need to express how you feel in order to get clarity on the situation. A lot of times people will have unhealthy and toxic, you know, relationships. And by relationships, again, I mean interpersonal, whether it's, you know, romantic, friend, family, coworker, whatever, because of misunderstandings. Someone said or did something. You took it a certain way. That's not how they meant it. It's a misunderstanding, but because it was never talked about, it then festered and it grew into things bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like when people say when you're having a fight, you're never fighting about what you're fighting about. There's always an undercurrent. There's always something else that was actually what was wrong, but you're fighting and expressing about something else without actually addressing the root cause of what the fight is about. So being able to say how you feel when you feel it and talk about it and get clarity is healthy communication. Being resentful, being angry, being passive, letting misunderstandings fester and grow and escalate is unhealthy. The second is that you think conversations are arguments. I'm going to be transparent here. Wasn't me, but (laughs) some people that I have dated in the past, they thought if we needed to talk or if we needed to have a conversation, that it was automatically bad or was an argument. And that's not true. You need to be able to have conversations, even difficult conversations, without creating an argument or without thinking it's an argument. You need to be able to say, hey, this happened. This is how I felt. Hey, this happened. I hear you. That's how you felt. Let's get here. Let's get there. You need to be able to have conversations, be able to talk about how what went down, someone's experiences, how people feel, get a resolution without thinking that it's an argument. Conversations are not arguments. And if you are unable to have difficult or uncomfortable conversations without having it escalate to arguing or being verbally abusive or shouting or yelling or, you know, defending and fighting, having to be right, having to prove wrong, all of those things. And that's a huge sign that you might need to work on your communication skills. Or again, if someone is doing that to you, you just want to have a conversation, but they ice you out or they yell at you or they dismiss you or they want to fight with you. That is a huge sign that that person may be lacking emotional intelligence. They're unable to just to have a conversation, even if it's uncomfortable. Just because a conversation is uncomfortable doesn't mean it's an argument. It doesn't mean it has to be an argument. You have to know how to talk to people without having it escalate into an argument all of the time. And a lot of times when you think that conversations are arguments, you'll do toxic things and unhealthy things to get out of it. You'll pick a fight so you don't have to have the conversation. You will, you know, ignore so you don't have to have the conversation. You know, you will dismiss. We'll do all of those things. All of these things that you're doing to avoid the conversation. And the conversation is really the only way to true resolution and to moving on in a healthy way. But you're doing all of these things to avoid and to deflect just talking. Because for whatever reason, either you or the person you're talking to never developed this. And again, it's just a skill. 
having healthy communication, it's called communication skills. So you can work on it. And it's not your fault that you don't have it. You don't, you can't have something that nobody taught you. You know, it's a skill. It's like saying, oh, you know, you don't know how to be a graphic designer. Well, no, that's a skill set. And I never learned it. So I don't know how to be a graphic designer. It's just a skill. If you weren't shown healthy communication styles, healthy communication patterns, then you're probably just mirroring and mimicking those communication styles. It's just a skill set, which is great because if it's a skill set, that means you can learn it. That means you can learn how to have healthy communication. That means you can learn how to not turn conversations into arguments. That means you can learn how to be in tune with yourself so that you're able to say, this is how I feel when I actually feel it. You can learn all of these things. So it's actually great that communication is just a skill set. It's just something you learn and then you work on. The third is that you listen to respond rather than you listen to understand. So communication isn't just about, I'm going to get you to understand how I feel. I'm going to get you to see my point. I'm going to get you to see where I'm coming from. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. No. Communication is a two-way street. The best way to be a healthy communicator is to be an active listener. Say less, listen more. And when you're actually listening to someone, you know, do power of now, be present, take a deep breath if you need to, and actually listen to what they are saying without judging it, without in your mind preparing how you're going to respond to it, without in your mind preparing how you're going to make yourself right and that person wrong, in your mind without um, criticizing Actually listen to what that person is saying without ego. Because when you listen to respond, that is all ego. You're just listening to win the, win the argument. You're just listening to, to make that person wrong and to make yourself right, to prove them wrong. But it's not about being wrong or right. It's about understanding each other. It's about them understanding your perspective and you understanding their perspective and coming along to a common ground. That is what it's really about. Finding that common ground of mutual understanding. Doesn't mean you have to agree, but you can understand a perspective. There's a lot of opinions and a lot of things out there that I do not agree with. But I understand that everybody has the right to their perspective, their, what their experience was and what their opinion is. Doesn't mean it makes them right and me wrong. Doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong. But you have to be able to listen to people, understand what their experience is, what their perspective is. Understand it and then communicate where you're coming from. I think a good thing to do is when you're having those conversations, Listen, take a beat, and then reflect what you think you heard. Because sometimes <laughs> we hear things that people aren't actually saying. So have you can have the conversation. And what I mean by that, you can say is, okay, I hear you. And this is what I think you were saying. And then say to them what you think they said. So then that they have the chance to clarify if you misunderstood them. Because again, usually 
the biggest arguments and conflicts we have are miscommunications, are misunderstandings, because we don't take that moment, we don't take that time to clarify that what you said is what I actually heard. Because those are two different things. Someone can say something and you interpret it a totally different way. It is not what they meant, but it is what you heard. So take that time when you're having those difficult conversations, when you're having those uncomfortable conversations, when somebody says something to you and you feel a type of way about it, take the time to say, hey, this is what you said. This is how I interpret it. Is that what you meant? Take the time to have that conversation. Don't assume that you automatically know what somebody else meant. Don't assume that you understood exactly what somebody else was saying. Because again, it happens all the time. You get people to say, well, I didn't mean it that way. Well, I was actually talking about this or this, 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 this. If you had taken the time to actively listen and then to, and then to replay to them what you think you heard, that would clarify a lot of things and it would just make things a lot cleaner. So take the time to actively listen, to understand, not to respond or to be right. And then take the time to replay to that person what you think they said. So then you can have that clarification conversation. So make sure that you're on the same page. And then do the same for yourself. You know, if you're talking to someone, it's a meaningful conversation. You can say, hey, I said this to you, but, but what did you hear when I said that? You know, how did you interpret what I was saying? So you're not only listening to understand, but then that way you're also communicating to be understood. So that person isn't misunderstanding you or there's a miscommunication between what you were saying and what they received. So you can also take that time to say, you know, we had this conversation. I said X, Y, and Z. I just wanted to quickly check in with you. You know, well, how did you receive what I said? And that will, I'm telling you, clean up a lot of things. The fourth is, and this one's really bad, you guys. You use the silent treatment as punishment. And believe it or not, the silent treatment is a form of emotional abuse. It is. When you deny a friend, coworker, loved one, romantic partner, your attention, your time, and you're doing it in a way to punish them, that is emotional abuse. I'm not saying that you can't take space from people. I'm not saying that you can't create boundaries with people. Of course you can. Of course you should. But when you are, you know, creating a hostile energy, a hostile environment, and you are just using the silent treatment to, you know, punish someone, you're not communicating with them, that is a form of emotional abuse and it is not good. That's a huge, huge sign of an unhealthy relationship, an unhealthy dynamic, and a very unhealthy and toxic communication style. So instead of using a silent treatment, try some other ways. Hey, I know you want to talk about X, Y, and Z. I'm just not in a place to talk about it now. But when I'm in that place, I'm open to having that conversation. So you're communicating to that person that you need space. You're not just 
cutting them off. You're not just ignoring. You're not just walking around and not talking. You're not just ignoring texts or calls or in the same place and saying nothing to each other. You're not doing all that. You're not doing the most. You're communicating. You're creating a boundary and you're also creating an expectation, but you're communicating what it is so that person is informed. Think about it when it happens to you, when somebody gives you the silent treatment or somebody goes to you, it's a horrible feeling. When all they had to do was communicate to you what the situation was. All you have to do is communicate. It may not be what you want to hear. It may not be what the other person wants to hear. But communicating in a healthy and respectful way is always better than ignoring or ghosting someone. It's emotionally abusive. So don't use the silent treatment as a way to punish someone. It's just not the way to go. The fifth is you have magical thinking. And by magical thinking, I mean you think that other people should just know what you need, want, and feel. That somehow you don't need to actually tell people what your needs, wants, and feelings are. That they should somehow just know. That's magical thinking. No. People cannot read your mind. Whether it's your coworker, your family, your friends, your loved one, your romantic partner. People cannot read your mind. So you can't just assume that someone knows that you took offense to something or that you like something or that you don't like something or that you want something or that you don't want something or that you need something or that you don't need something. People cannot read your mind. You have to open your mouth and communicate. I need this. I want this. I feel this. When this happens, I need. When this happens, I want. When this happens, I feel. All of those things. You need to communicate to that person. You can't have magical thinking. People cannot read your mind that you're upset. People cannot read your mind that you're happy. People cannot read your mind on these things. You have to actually communicate them. And usually the reason why we don't communicate what we want, what we need, or how we feel is because on some level, we either think that our needs and wants don't matter, that our needs and wants won't get met, or that how we feel isn't as important as how somebody else feels. So that's an inside job where we have to start working on our own self-esteem, our own self-worth, and our own knowing that our own well-being is our best and first priority. Therefore, I will communicate what I need. I will communicate what I want, and I will communicate how I feel. And then having that sense of self and believing in the goodness of your life that if this person cannot or will not meet my need, want, or honor my feelings, that I will still be okay. That I will learn, I will know how to protect myself. I will know how to take care of myself. It might hurt. It might not feel good in the moment, but I will still be okay. You have a belief in the goodness of your life. And you have a belief in yourself that I can communicate this want or need or feeling and that this person can either cannot or will not give it to me and I will still be okay. So we have to work on that communication. You cannot have magical thinking. People cannot read your mind. So there you have it. Those are my top five signs that you might need to work on your communication skills 
Or if you're seeing someone in your life display those unhealthy communication styles that you might need to either reevaluate that relationship or have, again, a difficult conversation sometimes, letting them know, hey, I've noticed these unhealthy communication patterns. Let's work on getting healthy communication together. So again, withholding how you truly feel when you truly feel it breeds resentment anger, passive aggressiveness, Um, thinking conversations or arguments. Again, that's unhealthy. You need to be able to have uncomfortable and difficult conversations without it escalating to verbal abuse or arguments or fighting. You don't always have to be right. Number three, you listen to uh, respond, not to understand. You're not actually listening to the person. You're just waiting to prove your point. You're not actually understanding. And remember, use our tools listen to what they're saying, then replay to them what you think that they said to make sure that you understood them. Then do the same for yourself. Hey, I just said X, Y, and Z. Can you tell me what you heard? Can you tell me how you understood what I was saying? So that you get clarity on what you meant and on what they meant and you get confirmation that you both understood each other. And again, just because you understand someone doesn't mean you have to agree. It's not about being right. It's not about being wrong. It's not about getting the other person to think how you think or them to, or for you to, to think how they think. It's just about getting understanding. And that will lead to resolution. Number four, you use the silent treatment as punishment. Again, this is emotional abuse. Communicate your boundaries. Communicate your expectations. You don't have to, you know, ghost or give someone the silent treatment. That's very, very emotionally abusive. Talk communicate. Don't use a silent treatment. Five, you have magical thinking. You think people should be able to read your mind that somehow you don't have to communicate what your needs, wants, and feelings are that people should just know. And that's not true. You have to communicate. You have to make sure that you're not just communicating, but again, use the other tools we talked about, that they are actually understanding what you're saying, that they're receiving what you're saying in the correct way and both ways and it works both ways so you can't have magical thinking if you want your needs met if you want your um if you want to get what you want if you want your feelings heard you have to speak up so i hope that helped you i hope if you saw any of your own communication styles and that that you you know work on your communication skills again it's just a skill set it's not anything that's wrong with you or bad it's just how you probably learned how to communicate. So just work on that. And if you see people in your life display those uh, symptoms, just, you know, have that conversation with them. So if you had any aha moments, be sure to join me over on Instagram at Candy Washington. Give me a follow and a DM and I will be sure and tag me and I will tag you back any of your aha moments. And yeah, check out the, the description box along with the show notes. There are always free goodies and more resources for you. So until next time, be well, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.